Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Hello, Mercury and Capricorn folks. Today is Thursday, January 20th, and we're about a week or so into the first Mercury retrograde cycle of the year. How has the past week been? I like to remember to remember Mercury in retrograde keywords like redo, re-edit, rewrite, and revision. What other rewords do you tend to associate with Mercury retrograde times? If you look to your chart, what house does Aquarius represent for you? This can give a personal meaning or focus for the general theme of a Mercury retrograde. For example, if Aquarius is your rising sign or ascendant, Aquarius represents your first house. This means the Mercury retrograde that's taking place right now is in your first house. The first house carries themes of self, identity, appearances, and how you interface with the world. It's possible one of these areas may be highlighted in a Mercury retrograde kind of way. Perhaps needing to retract a thought or statement about yourself or identity, or rethink about how you want to manifest your appearance or self in the world. You can catch the drift here. Wherever this Mercury retrograde happens in your chart, helps to color the themes of the retrograde. The Mercury retrograde segments for this year, 2022, are January 13th through February 3rd, May 10th through June 2nd, September 9th through October 1st, and December 28th through January 18th, 2023. And each of these Mercury retrogrades will be happening in a different sign, and therefore a different house in your natal chart. If you like to follow Mercury retrograde periods, make note of which house each Mercury retrograde will take place in for you. And if you like, exercise some forethought about how you might like to utilize the, quote, re-energy of the time. I'm concluding this segment of studies on Earth-based Mercuries with you, Capricorn. It's been nice to sit with and embody the essence of Capricorn as an energy and archetype all throughout the Capricorn season, which we've just here today exited. Out of all the Earth-based Mercuries, you are the most initiatory and potentially commanding of being noticed and offered respect. Now, foundationally, all energies and modalities are worthy of respect and honoring, but there is something in the way or energy of a Mercury and Capricorn that manifests structures of thought, ideas, and plans that can be admired, if we are willing to appreciate this kind of thought manifestation. A Mercury and Capricorn is an Earth element Mercury that is part of a team of Earth-based Mercuries. This team is Mercury in Cardinal Earth Sign Capricorn, Mercury in Fixed Earth Sign Taurus, and Mercury in Mutable Earth Sign Virgo. All of the Earth-based Mercuries, in general, 
will carry or exhibit themes of the earth element. The thinking and communication will tend towards being process or procedural oriented, structured, sensory, or material. Each will favor here and now cognition in contrast to the past or the future, evidence-based organizing, and awareness of the tangible, potentially a propensity towards the analytical. Each of the three earth-based signs will refine these basic earth qualities through their modality, cardinal, fixed, or mutable. Cardinal earth as expressed through Capricorn is an initiating, structuring energy that is willing to and has the energy to work hard at building and learning things, leading in some way with a sense of duty or authority. Think for a moment how this resonates with you or not, especially if you have a Mercury in Capricorn. Remember, in our charts, from a psychologically oriented perspective, Mercury represents the way we cognate, process thought, think, learn, communicate, and listen. All the features of ourself having to do with receiving and transmitting messages. If you have a Mercury in Capricorn and none of this resonates with you, check and see if there are any other planets aspecting your Mercury, especially from Saturn, Neptune, or Pluto. Remember, one quality of Mercury as an archetype is that it is adaptable and can shapeshift, taking on the colors, energies, or hues of anything or planetary energy it comes into contact with. What is your first feeling or thought response to seeing those who are adverse to working hard or seriously at something? Someone who might seem aloof or lazy, or even someone who does really well at things like learning without much focus or effort. I bring this up in the context of a Mercury and Capricorn because one of the features, gifts, or challenges of this placement is the ability, capacity, want, and need to be serious or working hard towards something. And by saying this, I don't mean this in any kind of joyless way. Whether you feel joy, ambivalence, or burden from this energy will be different for all of us who have Capricorn placements. One of the images for Capricorn is the sea goat. I think we all have a decent sense of a goat especially a mountain goat who seems not to be bothered by the slightest, even having to climb precarious peaks in a wild snowstorm clinging to the edge of a rocky embankment. But what do we make of the sea part of the sea goat? There are many speculations mythologically about this, but one way to consider this is that the opposite of Capricorn zodiacally is the cardinal water sign, Cancer, which carries themes of nurturing and stewardship. Put these themes together and we can witness the potential for the far-reaching, brave, tough mountain goat to be connected with the communal element of nurturance and stewarding. And here we balance and integrate a kind of sea goat Capricornian 
archetype. When thinking about a Mercury in Capricorn, some of the same principles can apply. Mercury as an archetype represented in stories of the Greek god Hermes can be seen traveling boundlessly around, not necessarily dedicating themselves to any particular person or cause. A Mercury in Capricorn has the ability to ground and make useful or purposeful some of this mercurial or flighty, potentially amoral and nonspecific energy. And when the principles and embodiment of the sea or Cancerian aspect mix with the effort and bravery of the mountain goat, we get a Mercury who may be willing to work hard over a long time to steward a well-thought-out plan, may be able to vision and lead an organized movement or group of people to a nourishing vision, could seriously plan, augment, or take steps to structure or restructure systems of work, learning, or thought. A Mercury who may systematically think through how something is or could be built. At its best, this is a Mercury that can be relied upon, can be honored for its effort, and noticed for its courage, endurance, and initiatory energy. When I think about Mercury and our natal charts, not only do I consider it representing thinking style, but also our communicative process, how we receive and perceive, how we listen, how we integrate layers of stimulus and reality. We all have different propensities for attending to reality. If we all picked up every nuance, sensory detail, we'd each be overwhelmed. Having preference and habits around how we perceive and listen can help organize our personal reality and help to make it functional and navigable. It's good to remember we each don't have to do it all or listen in every possible way. A Mercury and Capricorn may tend to perceive or listen in a tangible earth kind of way to notice concrete details, to hear something for its utility or usability, to look around and take in stimulus that can be practically utilized for building, climbing, or constructing a platform on which to stand. A Mercury in Capricorn may yearn to listen for and listen to words and information that suggest authority or stability, credentials, respect, and credibility things that can lend themselves to moving higher, working smarter. It is this kind of tangible listening that can be a gift for a Mercury and Capricorn. This is the kind of information that is good for building a solid structure or foundation. But what about those layers of reality that are more nebulous, aesthetic, or in some way nonlinear? We might consider emotional expression or even an abstract landscape painting a form of expression too. And what about a joke? When it comes to perception and listening, it can be useful to be able to take in the tangible and want to make something of it, to construct beautiful thought architecture. But it can be helpful to remember not everyone takes what they think or speak so seriously 
and this can be something to notice and open towards. Others with a more free-form, freewheeling, non-linear Mercury style may at first baffle, even annoy. But it can also bring in much-needed air and lightness to a sound structure. By softening into the ways of listening to include the absurd, the mysterious, the non-utilitarian aspects of our world, you will not lose any ability to construct, build, or stabilize your way of thinking or communicating. In fact, you may find a way to blaze your mountainous path with an authentic connection to the realms of the unknown. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.